0: It's good to see everybody here in this crisp, cool fall morning. It's beautiful out there. It's nice. Nice. And for the first time this this season, we have the heat on. So I is everybody comfortable? I mean I can I have it set at 70, but I can boost it if if you want. You alright? Okay, nobody's shivering all right well uh you might note on the back of your bulletin we have a birthday coming up paul m is having a birthday on wednesday and tuesday aaron and, Aly- and Alyssa jockers are going to have an anniversary and friday joel and nancy are going to have an anniversary Could we remind you, huh, Joel? <laughs> How many years, Joel? 42. Nancy must have been, what, 10 years old when you married her? Eight. Okay. Well, okay. Uh, I don't know of any other announcements we need to make, but... Uh, Nobody is showing any interest in saying anything. So we're going to go ahead and start our worship service. And uh, we open up with a hymn this morning with number 262. And then sing, holy, holy, holy. Grandson is being dedicated. Great grandson. Oh, thank you. Yeah, great grandson. Wow. Wow. So... Uh, Eleanor, do you have anything that you need to update us on? We're going to go to you. You're second-in-command. One. Okay, let me get back there with you. Uh, Christine called me and said that I guess Jackie Espenshade came home from Hershey Rehab the day she came home they took Bud to Hershey Rehab from his fall. So, they're here and there. Okay, so, yeah, I think she had said something about that. They both needed to go to rehab. Yeah, yeah. so, okay. Uh, anyone else have anything they need to share? Karen does, okay. Um. Probably sh- this should have been in the announcements, but um, Nancy, with a little bit of help from me, we are going to start having a little children's church oh, for our little ones. So second, him will be traipsing out. Okay. Today, started, yeah, yeah, started, she, actu- she actually started last week, I think. So, okay. So if family comes with you, we will be doing that. I don't know. I think you're a little old, but <laughs> <laughs> I rarely turn well, I a child know. away, so <laughs> I don't know, what, eight, ten, somewhere in there. I don't know. Okay. We didn't discuss I, We didn't
1: know how what age you're talking about. We
0: didn't discuss that. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. Uh Hold on, Harriet, I gotta get my mask on. I gotta go back in the... Okay, let's get back to Harriet. I wanna give an update on our grandson, Rod. He had such severe headaches on Friday, he had to go to the emergency room, and he's in the Hershey Med Center, and uh, they still don't know exactly what's the matter, but his spleen is enlarged, and his white blood cells were being destroyed, and uh, I don't know if they can't decide if they wanna take the spleen out or try to give him something to correct it, and uh, he's getting blood tests which some of the blood tests won't come back for a couple of weeks so uh, he still needs our prayers okay. First name is John. Rod.
1: Okay. Oh, oh yeah
0: today it didn't make the bulletin and i'm not upset but today is Kayla and my wedding anniversary oh, wow, good. it is yeah we um, started dating in 2009 married in 2014 so it took me 5 years to convince her um, but uh, we're uh, so yeah I've been bugging her for what 11 years now 6 years officially Yeah. okay she's back Kayla, there did you want to make any comments on that <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow, that's wonderful. I'm sorry I didn't get in the pool. Oh, that's okay. i Okay. Anyone else? Okay. A light morning. But there is plenty on the on the prayer ministry guide. So uh, it isn't that we don't have somebody to to keep in our prayers. Let's come before the Lord with prayer. Heavenly Father, I just said that we have a, a light morning that not many people are saying concerning their concerns for various individuals. We've heard about Rod. We've heard about individuals going for therapy, for, and uh, and we know that there's plenty of people that are on our hearts that we don't vocalize about. So, Lord, you know, you know who needs help. You know, even before we know what is going on with individuals. Lord, we pray for. Individuals that are ill. We pray for individuals that are dealing with, with long-term illnesses. We look to you for guidance. We look to you for healing. Because like Ryan said last week, you're the God that heals. And therefore, we know that. And therefore, we come to you in prayer. Thank you, Lord, for that truth that you certainly are the God that heals. Sometimes we don't get the the healing that we expect or as quickly as we expect, but we realize that you have a plan and you are the one that's in charge, not us. But we still come because you want us to. And we pray for individuals that are on our hearts. And we do have joys. We have dedications going on today, Lord, dedicating to you. Thank you for great-grandchildren that are being taken by their parents, believers, and dedicated to your service. Thank you for that, Lord. Lord, we pray for individuals in foreign countries, especially we pray for those in Nigeria. Lord, touch them. Give them increased faith. We know that you love them and they love you. Stand with them, Lord. Stand in the gap. Protect them from their oppressors. They are a great, great evidence and and just just wonderful example of those who love you. Thank you, Lord. Let's keep them in our prayers and our our hearts Lord thank you Lord we also pray for our country we pray for our state so much is going against what you have taught us and we need people to come back to you please help us to open doors that we may convince people that you are the way and you are the light Thank you, Lord. We pray for our leaders in this country. We pray for our local leaders, our state leaders, our national leaders, and also for world leaders, Lord. Give them guidance. Give them the right decisions to make. And we pray, finally, for this church, your church, a family of believers, lovers of your faith, and your son, Jesus Christ the one and only person that can lead us to heavenly glories. Thank you, Lord. We pray this in your Son's name, Jesus Christ, our Savior, our King, and our brother. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, this is the time when we would
1: normally pass our... Good morning. Blessings to you, and uh, we praise God of heaven for all of his benefits and his blessings. You know you're blessed, don't you? Um, how unworthy we are of all, all his blessings, and, uh, and we praise him this morning. He is worthy of our praises, worthy of our praises. Hey, I got to turn on the remote. I got to remember to do that. It still says to clean the filter. I got to read the manual on that. <laughs> uh, hey, um, the Brethren Revival Fellowship, who puts out a, a, uh, every two months a BRF witness. A uh, new copy of the of the BRF witness is out in the rack, so uh, it's entitled "Reflections at Harvest Time," and this one is written by Harold Martin. Uh, the the um, The sort of the introduction is done by Jim Meyer, but uh, Her- Harold is in a nursing home, and I'm not sure how well he's doing. But the fact that i don 't recognize this from curse i 've been reading i 've been reading the witness since nineteen seventy two folks nineteen seventy two that 's when i <laughs> that was before i was in high school uh, no it's actually before i graduate i graduated from high school in nineteen sixty eight so it was before that it was when i was in high school uh, so nineteen 19- 66 maybe uh, anyway a lot of these have been printed uh, pick it up and uh, take it home and uh, and uh, consider what Harold says all right uh, anything else I need to say let me give a little introduction uh, to the message this morning I um, And why I am doing a series on Brethren Heritage. Some of you know that um, I I have stated this. uh, And I think more than once I've stated this on Sunday morning. When I was ordained back in Ohio, I was asked if there was anything about the Church of the Brethren that I... Could not wholeheartedly support, and I said no. But if they ever ordain gay homosexual ministers, I'm gone. I, I I'll re- relinquish my ordination and uh, move on. Or if they ever do homosexual, if if uh, the Church of the Brethren says that homosexual marriages are are just okie dokie. Um, then again I will move on Um, that was a line in the sand and I either 1976 or 1977 is when I said that I presume that 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 is on my permanent record Uh, I don't know that for sure I've never seen my permanent record with the district Uh, we are so much on the knife's edge And here recently again, there on Facebook, a neighboring pastor to this church, a neighboring pastor did a same-gender, quote, wedding. Now, now, so my eyes are wide open, and, and I am seeing whether or not the district does anything. Well, and so that's why That's why I'm signed up to go down to Virginia in October and to go to uh, the actual, the first annual meeting of what is called the Covenant Brethren, Covenant Brethren Church, a new denomination which already has more than 6,000 members. I don't know how many churches, maybe 17 or 18, maybe more than that. I don't know how many churches. I was told and it didn't stick. I'm going pretty much as an observer. I'm telling you this because, <laughs> uh, you know, I can get myself in real, bit, real deep trouble here by, by saying, oh, Conahuago, you have got, you have got, to join up with the Covenant brethren, I, you know that's that is not. I don't think that's ethical. This congregation needs to do, make its own way, irrespective of where I'm at as a pastor. I am struggling with this stuff myself. I need to be honest and open with you about this, and I need to say. Um, how I wrestle in my own soul about this stuff. You know, back, back in Sodom and Gomorrah, you know, the man of God was vexed with what he saw. Vexed. And sometimes I feel, sort of feel that way. And you need, so you need to pray for me. You need to pray for Ryan too, but you need to pray for me. <laughs> um, and I'm praying, okay, Lord. Where, you know, back in 1977, whatever, I thought that the watershed would be real simple, you know, in or out. But here, here we got a denomination that is normalizing gay marriages. De facto, because they don't, they won't do anything about it when it does happen, and, and and then and then they think that that I'm out of order for saying something about it. My oh my! And so, uh, I'm working through this. I'm sorting through this. Uh, I don't know what's what's ahead, and and the, and the Lord may say. Eh, you know, I'm unretired for the what, the third or the fourth time now. Is, is that is that such a thing as unretired? <laughs> um, and maybe I just n- really need to retire. <laughs> uh, you know, sort of sort of uh, uh, reckon with it that way. I don't know. Um, but the reason I'm, I'm I'm working through a series on uh, Brethren Heritage is, is because I am going back, and, and this was from 2006, I did part of this, and then I've, I'm really redoing the PowerPoints for, for each of these and putting in some different things. Uh, I am reminding my own heart, you know, when, I, when I, I work on a message, I pray my way through it as best I can. I, I'm not a perfect prayer. Um, but I try to pray my way through it, and I, and my own soul is being reminded what God has done in me through the brethren, what God has done through me uh, among the brethren, and what, and what God is doing in the brethren, because it's not, this is, uh, we cannot be monolithic about this. There's there's many, many, many godly people in what is the Church of the Brethren. But, but leadership must reckon with things, or, or I really believe judgment will come. Uh, they're storing up wrath against the day of wrath, it says in Romans. My, oh, my. Um, okay, so, you know, like Lot, let's get out of town, <laughs> Before the fire falls, um, Lord help us, give us insight, give us give us discernment, give us a dimension of, of uncommon wisdom, heavenly wisdom. Um, you know so as I, I work through this and this this is probably the tougher one of the whole series today. <laughs> because this uh, this reckons with uh, be, uh, nonconformity. Down here it says, brethren, emphasis on nonconformity. And nonconformity is where historically even clear back to the late 1700s the brethren have time and time and time again got themselves in trouble. <laughs> you know. Uh, so so what has the brethren historically wrestled with? And this this topic about nonconformity? Um, you'll see it a little bit here. I I, I hope to demonstrate this. So um, a little bit of uh uh sort of the The beginning of each of these pretty much start the same way. Um, Brethren, heritage and our Christian aspirations. Establishing our spiritual aspirations. Where are we headed? Where are we headed? By what we find in the scriptures. And by the working of the Holy Spirit in our daily lives. And the goal here in that is that we that we be effective, what? Christians with a capital C, all right? The other thing that we that I would uh, bring out of, of uh, Brethren Heritage and Christian aspirations is being aware of our heritage, at least to some extent, so that we have a good understanding of how God has worked among the brethren through the years, and that's why, so that we can be effective brethren, and I put a little B on the brethren. Capital C on Christian, a little B on brethren, and it's way more important that you're a Christian than it is your brethren. It's important that you're brethren. It's important that I'm brethren. That's what I'm wrestling with is this brethren thing, all right? For 300 years, brethren, have emphasized the internal and the external. It's the internal personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. And then the external, the external obedience to the Lord Jesus uh, in one's lifestyle. And and I really believe that there needs to be a balance, uh, really, to, to, to make progress in our Christian life. All right. You've seen this before. That's that's why we got this cross up here, because of the heart and the fruit. And uh, this is the uh, Max Seal, all right? And uh, Bernard Eller took that. Uh, Bernard Eller was a minister in Church of the Brethren, uh, mostly out in California. <laughs> uh, but he, he had a book, and, I, and this comes out of his book, um, And this this is really sort of the outline of what we're working at. We've done a couple on fruit bearing, which is over here on this side. Uh, Today, and that's up there at the top, is nonconformity. Gemeinschaft, which is over here. And I cannot find that PowerPoint, so I've got to do that one from scratch. And then the ordinances, which are down here, it's likely that I will do ordinances the first Sunday of October when Ryan will be out of town and then Ryan maybe do the communion service, the bread and cup communion service the next Sunday that you preach and of using the And I will be talking about the bread and cup so forth on that first Sunday of October and then when you come we will, that'll be our communion Sunday if that works for you. Okay. So second Sunday of o- October, we'll try to make that our communion. But that will, we will talk, because and, and uh, communion is one of those ordinances. So talk about that historically. And then in the middle here, it doesn't show up real well. That needs to be in, maybe I can change that to white sometime. Radical discipleship, obedience to Christ. So that's, that's the, the, those are the PowerPoints that I am committed to. I probably will take a break from doing PowerPoints. It's enough to drive me crazy. If you knew there was something wrong with me, it's because I'm trying to do these stupid PowerPoints. All right. <laughs> All right. God's desire for us not to be conformed, but to be what? transformed dear christian are you transformed have you been changed in your heart and in your mind from the inside out have you well, let's look at uh romans if you have your bible turn to romans chapter 12 and just uh, the leading part from that passage uh, turn in your bible and let's let's read that uh Passage and this, this among the brethren is a very, very key passage. Clear, three hundred years. This has been a key passage. Some of the brethren think that the person that wrote this was actually Church of the Brethren, but I don't think so. All right. (laughs) There there are there are some there are some that uh, are sure that that either the Apostle Paul wrote in the King James, or that, or maybe he wrote in the German. No, no, Paul, Paul did did in Greek, and uh, so those people are mistaken, but that's, you, you get my drift, that, that the brethren feel like they own this one, all right? Uh, Romans chapter 12, starting with the first verse, it says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, that's why, because it says brethren, it doesn't say Methodist or Presbyterian, It says, brethren, I beseech you or urge you or I desire of you strongly. Uh, Therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, if you don't have the mercies, this will never work, that you present your bodies a sacrifice. What kind of sacrifice? A living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God. By the way. What does God accept? Does God accept just a little piece, a little bit? No, no, no. He wants everything. You put the whole, the the burnt offering, you burn the whole thing. All right? Acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. He bought me. How did he buy me? With his shed blood on the cross? Yeah, he owns me. (laughs) here I am, Lord. Do you say that to the Lord? Here I am, Lord. What can I do? What do you want me to do? And, and that's, a, that's a believer's heart. That is, that is a key element of transformation is saying, is, is going from living for I, me, mine, selfish thing to being, saying, Lord, I belong to you. What do you want? What would you want me to do, Lord? Okay. Verse 2 is, is, is the clarity on that about the uh, transformation. It says, and do not be conformed to what? This world. Do not be conformed to this world. You look out there, and what's this world? All this stuff's going on out there. He's saying, don't you be like all of that stuff. You know how people are doing about politics right now? Don't do it. Just don't do it. Don't do it. Don't be conformed to this world, but be what? Transformed. That's you were one thing. You're changed into something else. Oh, God, I want to be transformed. Lord yeah I, there there was transformed the day i accepted christ but you know what he wants to do a transformation every day all the time that's who he is otherwise you will what you'll drift right back into the old thing lord help me not to get help me not to backslide help me not to go back into the old life help me not to yield to carnality Help me, Lord, to let what is of your spirit in my heart, the spirit of Christ in me, to let that prevail and dominate. Yeah, I don't do that perfect, do you? No. No. That's why he's saying, present your bodies. Uh, You've got to do it. it. says, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. We're shooting for what? Our own wills? No, no, no. Not our own wills. Not your will. Not, none of us. Lord, we want your will, Lord. How, how often is our passion to do our own will? That, that is so human. <laughs> I am just human. No, you, we may, you may be just human, but are you a believer? And does Christ dwell in your heart by faith? Well, then you have something, you got a choice between the old thing and the new thing, which is a transformative thing. And it says you, you, you display, you bring out into the open What is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God? And then verse 3 says, For I say through the grace given given to me that everyone who is among you, everybody, everyone who is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think. Well, you know, you don't have to think of yourself as... uh, Pond scum. You know what pond scum is? <laughs> sort of disgusting stuff. No, no, you don't have to think of yourself that way. But to think of yourself, you know, I'm better than anybody else. I really am. You know, I, Did you know that I'm really better than every? No. 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 Don't do that. Not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, as God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. So you have a measure of faith already. I have a measure of faith. Is that faith going to increase? Is that faith going to be strong or is that faith going to be weak? You can be strong in faith, you can be weak in faith. He's calling you to take that measure of faith and be in that measure of faith. Alright? So the key key component of that yikes do not be conformed to this world. Say to your heart heart are you being conformed to this world? Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Renewing means, yeah, it's just like it sounds to be made new. All right. This is the brethren treat. Anybody ever see this before? The brethren tree. All right. And uh, you know what? I keep pushing the wrong button. <laughs> Schwarzenau is where, in 1708, the Brethren started. They were called Neue Toffer, which means New Baptist. And in 1719, part of them came to the United States. And they sort of called themselves German Baptists because they were from Germany. But they were in America, Okay, So that's why they made a point that said, we're from Germany. But, and, and we baptize German Baptist. By 1836, they were calling, unofficially, they were calling themselves German Baptist Brethren. And in 17, uh, 1871, that's after the Civil War, they are officially calling themselves German Baptist Brethren. In 1881, 82, here's 81. Wrong button again, Sandy. Um. Here's 1882. There was a three-way split among brethren, and it had mostly to do with nonconformity. And, and the the run-up years to the 1880 1880- 1881 and 1882 were years that brethren could hardly talk to each other. They were so upset. (laughs) It's like the Conewago pastor standing up this morning and saying, He's all cranked up about whatever, you know. Similar thing, really is. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Had to do with nonconformity. And so, three. Three different denominations resulted, all right? Uh, Old German Baptist Brethren. Notice it is not old order. It's Old German Baptist Brethren. On the other side was the Brethren Church uh, and their headquarters in Ashland, Ohio, and that's where their college, uh, Ashland University, is. And those denominations have existed from that time into the present. So that's why this line goes all the way down to the, to the present, why this line goes all the way down to the present. All right? In the middle, right here, what is, what is the center group called? No, it's not Church of the Brethren. It is German Baptist Brethren, so old German Baptist Brethren. The Brethren Church and the German Baptist Brethren, you get down to 1908, and what did they do? They changed their name, and what do they call themselves? 1908. Yeah, Church of the Brethren. And that line goes all the way down to the present. Okay? Over here, these were the real conservatives. They didn't like the fact that. People were showing up with straw hats, with fancy street hats, I think is what they called them, you know, that they bought down, down at the department store. Now you ought to have plain clothes. These, these are the plain clothes people over here in this site. Over here are the ones that says, we... Our women are not going to wear the prayer covering, and, uh, and we're going to wear all these hats that we want to. <laughs> and the group in the middle was said, well, we'll sort, of, we'll sort of go along, you know, whatever, and we're not going to make an issue of it. Mostly, uh, we're still all in the same place. Old German Baptist Brethren has split a number of times. You got the Old Order German Baptist Church. Notice the word order, Old Order, think horse and buggy, Old Order. This does not have order in it. Old German Baptist Brethren, they, ha- they drive cars. Black cars, dark, dark blue cars, dark green cars, dark... Humble-looking cars is what, they told, what What one guy told me. All right. Old order is horse and buggy. Horse and buggy, except they allow tractors with rubber tires. And so guess what they go to town in? They're tractors with rubber tires. We saw it when we were on vacation in Ohio. They, got it. they have a horse and buggy to go to church. But she's up there driving the tractor, the, w- the wife is, you know, in her, in, you know, her bonnet and whatever, and, and her cape dress, and it's flying out behind her as she's driving the tractor. Sometimes they will have ch- child seats bolted to the fender of the tractors and kids in those seats. This has got to be real safe. Yeah, right. And guess where the father is? They got a wagon on behind, and they have bolted, and this is just about every family of of, of, of this old order group. I am trying to figure some of this out. Where did they come up with this? They have bolted a recliner on the wagon, and he's back there in the recliner, and she's up there driving. And everybody in town, that's the, where, where I was pastor and all the surrounding community, everybody is looking at this and go, yeah, how does this figure? I'm not saying all of this makes sense. All right? I'm saying this is where, where us brethren have got into sort of a pickle. We, there may be stuff that we do that may be just as incoherent and inconsistent as that. Who knows? Lord, are we? Let's go over here. Uh, yikes. Yeah, you know what? There's, I got four buttons, and it's four too many buttons for Sandy to handle. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Sandy, I got to laugh at you. Uh, some of you have heard of the Fellowship of Grace Brethren. Grace of Brethren Churches are over here as an offshoot in 1939 of, of the uh, Brethren Church. All right. And then there's another breakoff group. And, and uh, there's these 10 groups today are the largest of the Brethren denominations, but there's 30 some denominations total. Okay. Yeah, that's, they, they have fussed about things that many times. Um, here is the covenant, brethren, 2020. That's today. Old German Baptist Brethren New Conference. We got a bunch of friends. I got a bunch of friends here. I got a bunch of friends here. I know some of these folks. I know some of these folks. I I know some of these folks. I know a lot of these folks. And I know a lot of these folks. I'm happy that we can talk to each other and have reasonable conversations and that at least there's a peaceableness most of the time. Now, that's worthy. Peaceableness is worthy. All right. But sometimes, sometimes what it takes, okay, I got three brothers. What did it take for my brothers and I to come to peaceableness? We had to all live in different states. And then we got along just fine. And finally, finally we grew up, you know. That's sort of what's going on with with the brethren groups, all right? All right, time to move on. Brethren divisions. Following two divisions in 1881-82, membership lists counted. German Baptist Brethren, there were 60,000, and who's that? Yeah, it became the Church of the Brethren in 1908. 4,500 old German Baptist Brethren, those are the folks that drive cars, and the Brethren Church, and they are in Ashland, Ohio, and they're the ones that wore not plain hats, all the fancy hats. And uh, that's where I got that information. Since 1881-82, the various brethren groups have divided over 30 times concerning many issues and prohibitions. Let's just do, this is just crazy, crazy. Remember, all brethren started out very sectarian. Many brethren groups are still strictly sectarian, you think, uh, because of their... Lifestyle, these brethren are often confused with Amish and Mennonites. We'll demonstrate that in a moment. Uh, Their list of prohibitions can be very long. There's one of them that has like 50 things you're not supposed to do. (laughs) Yikes. I would not make it. They try to get me to join. I go, no, I would be trouble. I would be trouble. Such prohibitions makes everyone in these churches look separated, you know, look separated from the world. Divisions because of clothing and dress, including head coverings and hats, and and black or whatever. Entertainment, the fussing over. You can go to movies or you can't. You, the, amusements. That I have seen a bunch of these folks at fairs, and I I go up to them and I go, I know you, and they go, Oh, don't tell anybody we're here. Yeah public swimwear. Some of them say, you can't go swimming in public unless you have normal clothes on. I go, yeah, what's the point of that? Schooling, especially extended education. If you think that 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 is all bad, I go, you know, if you want your children to become agnostics or atheists, the best thing you can do is send them away to college because that's what they'll probably end up. That's the truth. And that's why, they, that's why a lot of these react to the college thing. Home decor. Yeah, watch out for those carpets. Watch what kind of drapery you got. You know, they, That's a big point. Lightning rods. If you really trusted God, would you have lightning rods? Yeah. They 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 fought, I think, 20 years over lightning rods. Indoor plumbing. So she was she was an old order German Baptist. Old order German Baptist she was horse and buggy. She was not to have indoor plumbing. So she said, I know what I'll do. I'll put the shower and the toilet out in the barn. And that's what she did. I knew, but nobody else in her church knew. I knew. I was, you know, I lived in the next town. <laughs> I go, yikes, yikes. By the way, she had a phone out there, and she wasn't supposed to have the phone. She, what else? Oh, she had some electricity out there, and she wasn't supposed to have electricity. Well, you know, automobiles. You know, the petitioners, which was the old order German Baptist brethren, says, no, no cars, you know. But you can have tractors with metal tires, and you can have tractors with rubber tires. few more. Telephones. She wasn't supposed to have a telephone, but she ran... The, she had the phone company run the cable underground so none of the church people would see. Yeah. Come on. Radios. Some can, some can't. Television, definitely a no-no for a lot of them. Written musical notes. Some of them say you just get just the words, no notes. Most of them will say, no, musical instruments. And you got to do a cappella singing and worship. Salaried professional ministers, you know. They see me and I don't know if they think I'm the devil or... Missions. Against missions. I, you know, isn't that in the Bible? Computers. That's the difference between old German Baptist brethren and... Old German Baptist Brethren, New Conference. New Conference says computers are okay. And they also say that cell phones are okay. And they also say internet is okay. But most of them don't. And even photographs. We are not talking about Amish. We are not talking about Mennonites. We're talking only about Brethren here. I'm just trying to... And these are folks that I know personally. (laughs) I know them by name, and they know my name. Church of the Brethren. 1980, let me, instead let me of my finger, point with the yellow, or the red thing, over almost 171,000 Church of the Brethren members. The year 2000, 135,000, almost 136,000 Every twenty years, we are losing a pro- the Church of the Brethren. Every twenty years, is losing approximately thirty-five thousand members. We're down under a hundred thousand now. Uh, and I just put these up because those are the the, the numbers I had. Uh, Grace Brethren. Uh, back up, Sandy. Grace, brethren, you can see how how big it is or is not. They're the second largest of the groups. Ashland, brethren, uh, is behind them. Uh, old German Baptist, brethren, uh, presently about six thousand. Right. Dunkard, brethren, just under a thousand now. Okay. Notice increase here. Notice the conservative Grace. Uh, they are increasing who who are increasing <laughs> can you hear the frustration it's these folks that are increasing church of the brethren is going downhill and so all oh, you know we want to be like all the other you know methodists and presbyterians you know no 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 come on maybe we ought to be more like them or like these guys these are these are new conference. These are these are horse and buggy people. Number of slides here I borrowed from annual conference in 2008, which was a 300th anniversary, from a Ashland Brethren Church uh, presenter, and these are the sli- and I just put them up the way they are. Today, the old German Baptist Brethren number over 6,000 members in about 55 churches. They continue the plain dress of early Brethren. They maintain the Holy Kiss and other ordinances of early Brethren practice. And there is the Holy Kiss. They continue the old Brethren practice of holding annual meeting at Pentecost. They meet on a farm for, for the annual, annual meeting. Our erect tents, build open benches for the congregants. that continue the practice of calling a free ministry from within the congregation. Annual meeting is a time of preaching and reflection, of discerning what to accept and what to put away. A time, a gathering time of friends and family from coast to coast. By the way. If you are an old German Baptist brethren, everybody that is able goes to the annual meeting, all right, from all over the United States. Among the old German Baptist brethren, young people do not put on the uniform. That's like what uh, she's, she's in a uniform. I think she's the only, maybe, I don't know, but she might be in uniform. Until they join church, so they must learn, as the earliest forebears did, to count the cost. Let's go back to the scriptures here. God's desire for us to have a transformed manner of life. Is that in the scriptures? Turn to Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 4. Some people are surprised especially from the Church of the Brethren side, that this, this is even in the Bible, okay? By the way, of all those groups, I would be troubled to every single one of them. <laughs> and my wife said she even more so. And she taught for a number of years in an old German Baptist Brethren school, Karen did, they kept saying, well, when are you going to join? When are you going to join? Ephesians 4, uh, picking up with verse 17, This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk in the futility of their mind, having their understanding darkened, being alienated, from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart who being past feeling have given themselves over to lewdness to work all uncleanness with greediness but you have not so learned Christ. Here's what I want you to see no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk. So I have to say to my heart, you need to say to your heart, heart, do you walk after the things that the rest of the Gentiles walk after? Hmm.